Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kickoff in the Valley podcast, where, of course, I am the voice of the bird god, Adam Armbrecht, and faithful servant to the leader of the Bird Gang Travel Club, Mr. Tyler Vasquez. How are we, sir? As we switch up our schedule a little bit, we'll be getting these episodes out on Fridays to you going forward as the Week 18 slate concludes. And these intros just keep getting better and better. I just feel so it, it, it makes my Friday. You know, mm. it really is. Back in the day, we had TGIF and there was a, a slate of TV shows that you would just enjoy on your Friday evening from Boy That's Meets right. World to Step by Step, step by Step to yep. Family Matters to mm-hmm. uh, and I think Full House was another one at a time. Oh, then then you had uh, Bewitched with uh, the Melissa Joan Hart. That, that became a fill in show. Sabrina, you the gotta, Teenage Witch. Yes. Or not oh, Bewitched. Wrong show. Wrong, wrong show about uh, about. What, you're in the, the 90s, you're in the 60s. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. That was the other one. Um, that's what you had on Fridays. And today, what I have on Fridays to make me TGIF is is the voice of the bird god just hyping me up. It's great. I love it. That's what um, you got to do, man. Listen, um, not every yeah. season is is built for perfection. And you got to find ways to have a little bit of fun. And that's that's going to be the agenda here for us. Um Gonna, we're going to talk about, obviously, the most important thing for Arizona is what happens in the draft and what happens this weekend and how it impacts what could happen in the draft. And I do want to tee it up, though. So we'll break down some of those things, Chicago, Denver, who they're playing, where they're playing, what the lines can maybe tell us about them. But the first one was there's some stuff about this going around Twitter, um, around the old social media sites, specifically on DeAndre Hopkins, talking about, hey, there should be some teams that should want to go out and get this guy. Ironically, the Chicago Bears, who are standing between the Arizona Cardinals and that number two pick. But I wanted to tie it in with a question for you. You know, I saw an article on ArizonaSports.com that said the Cardinals can reset by doing two things. One, trading DeAndre Hopkins, which I think, listen, you get out from underneath the contract. I don't know what the overall value is going to be when you go to trade him. I think it'll be something. But then they also say trading their high draft pick. I, I know where you stand on Hopkins, but do you think that doing the both is maybe the smartest move to make sure you have as much capital to work with for, let's say, hands together, uh, Arizona Cardinal fans, Sean Payton to work with? That's the problem. It's the car before the horse again. Like We need to yep. know who is making the decisions with these picks, right? Like ultimately 
would you feel better if it was a Sean Payton and, and you're trading back and, and bringing up, you know, getting more draft capital and, you know, when you, when you trade, if you trade Yadier Hopkins, you're getting additional picks. Uh, something I saw also about when, when people are fearful of trading for Sean Payton, I've seen a lot of fans like they want him, but they don't want to give yeah. up what it's going to cost to get him. The thing to keep in mind is we might get upwards of a third round pick for Christian Kirk leaving to Jacksonville last year as a comp oh, pick. Mandatory. Yeah. So we might get a, an extra third, which would then ultimately give you some, some capital to, to move and deal for Sean Payton. But when we talk about trading that first, when, when we're talking about first, uh, first round pick and it being potentially second, third or fourth at this point, mm-hmm. it's, it's, what scares me about trading back, yes, you get multiple guys, and it's going to help you cap-wise because now you got rookies on rookie deals versus maybe a DeAndre Hopkins who's making $30 million, whatever. Like, right. yeah, you could. and the- Theoretically, you could do that. But who's to say that both those picks pan out and both those picks become guys You know that, mm-hmm. are, that are reliable starters for you and they're impact players? It just scares me when you move back. We've we've had picks further back. We had a Zayvon Collins. We had a Isaiah Simmons, and and like you know we're three four years deep. And now you can blame that on coaching. You can blame it on whatever you want. Sure. But they were they were first round picks, and they were a little further back. And you saw what you got with them. I mean, they're they're good players, and they look like they're getting better. But day one, they weren't impact starters. And so yeah. to me, when you're talking about a third pick, a fourth pick, a Carter or uh, Big Willie style, the Terminator. Like when you talk about those guys, they would play day one next season and ready to go. Theoret- you would think. Yeah. And it's interesting too, because you mentioned about it's like you want to trade for Sean Payton, but you don't want to. How much capital is it going to be? Then the trading back kind of maybe becomes beneficial because you get the capital to offset getting Sean Payton. I do, I will just say, I know what a, what a hot commodity Sean Payton is going to be. I also know that historically around the NFL, it doesn't always work out on the second trip. You know, like sometimes Mm -hmm. you can get very caught up in Bill Parcells, right? As the example, he was obviously a legend for the New York football giants. And then he goes to the jets. Now they had some success, but they didn't, they, they didn't become that team that you thought they were going to be right. Everyone dreamed on for years. And I don't think that Sean Payton falls in his category of Bill Cowher coming back. Bill, when Bill Cowher decides that he wants to come back and coach in the NFL, watch out. And then he never did because he took a gig talking about the game and, and Peyton didn't go and do that. So you feel you feel more confident about it. He's putting together a coaching staff. It's legitimate. But I just let I always me, wonder let, that. Well, let me play devil's advocate. Okay. Talk about second stints, Bruce Arians. He sure. went on to win a Super Bowl. So yeah. <laughs> yes, you've yeah, had yeah, bus. Yeah. And there's definitely there's probably well, great examples on both guy. sides of that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's just interesting to me. Or like Mike McCarthy is a good example, right? He coaches in Green Bay. He wins a Super Bowl, takes a long time away. The perception of him is a little bit clouded. Then he comes back, and we can debate whether or not the the Dallas Cowboys ever achieve, you know, live up to expectations, but he certainly has had good enough, you'd say. I don't know if it's been great, right? Like, it's just like I I find it fascinating to think about, and we'll probably talk about this as we get to the offseason, is – what are the other names? Who else would you consider for the head coaching role for the Arizona Cardinals? Because guess what? We're talking about, as you said, cart before the horse. There's going to be other teams that are going to be pursuing Sean Hayden if he's going to come in with his staff ready to take over a team. 
So it's not you know, just going to be he's there. Come on in. They're going to have I, to compete for his services. You know how good it would feel on Monday that if they Black Monday, that is 72 hours from now. Yes. That Michael Bidwell may, pulls the trigger. He announces Steve Kime is, is permanently resigned from his position. And, uh, you know, we're relieving Cliff Kingsbury of his duties, whatever, whatever. Followed up by, oh, we have just made a trade for Sean Payton to be our next head coach. Like a bing bang play at the plate. You know what I mean? Like that would be fantastic. And that's what I'm rooting for. I'm rooting that Michael Bidwell has already done his due, due diligence. Oh, that is oh, although that is, oh man, you want to tamper although tampering, this thing? Although tampering, although he's done his due diligence in the background, there's been mm-hmm. conversations and hopefully he can execute something fairly quickly. And this doesn't become a bidding war. Because that's yeah. what would be terrible. You don't want to get into a bidding war with other markets. But at the end of the day, the Saints are a little handcuffed to it's wherever Sean wants to go because he's not going to, quote, unquote, come out of retirement to go to a place where he doesn't want to be. So when you talk about a bidding war, there's only so much bidding that can happen. If Sean says, I only want to yeah. go one place, well, then that actually helps us. Now, if he says, I'm open to going to arizona denver like he starts listing out three potential cities you see that a bunch in the nba right like you see players will say i got a short list of teams that i would be willing to be traded to uh when they may have a no trade clause or whatever and the the only other uh, well i'll say from a saints perspective whether it's just the arizona cardinals just one team remember they can sit there and say okay you want them here's the asking price. Even if there's only one suitor, the saints will get to say, great, we have them mm-hmm. under contract. Now, now the other side of it is you want the capital. You don't want to have to, you know, pay the contract or whatever might be involved yeah. in that side of it. But you get to say, well, we already have our new head coach. We've already, we're already moving forward. This is the capital that we want in return. And who knows? Maybe that involves, if you're the Arizona Cardinals, and I think this would be fascinating. We'll, we'll leave this hold here. On. And start hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 